Welcome to Funeral Potatoes for the Singles Ward. Tune in to today's taboo topic with Kaylee and Tracy. I feel like we need to have like a funny opening, but I can't think of anything witty right now. Our funny opening could have been my 45-minute rant on The Bachelor, but... That's true. That's true. But there's already an entire episode of that, so they don't need another one. They should be satisfied. (laughs) Oh, goodness. You would think that we would have, like, a funny opening by now. Right? Like, something, like, we just constantly, like, roll right into. Yeah. I Uh. guess we're not that clever. (laughs) No. (laughs) You know... We're Sorry, as, everyone, you're stuck with us. We're not as clever as we think we are. No, we're like, I'm I mean. so witty and I'm so <laughs> funny. And then it comes down to it. We hit record and we're like, I, well, crickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, at least we have spiritual gifts, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> what a great segue. <laughs> right? Thank you. <laughs> definitely one of my strongest talents. <laughs> Not a natural gift of segueing into <laughs> oh my a different part of the conversation. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> All right. So clearly, we'll be speaking about spiritual gifts and how awesome and necessary they are to living our lives. Yeah. So in the Gospel Principles Manual in Chapter Twenty Two, it outlines the gifts of the Spirit, what they are, where they come from. And what different types of spiritual gifts are found in the scriptures. Straight out of the Gospel Principles Manual, it says, Following baptism, each of us had hands laid on our heads to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If we are faithful, we can have his influence continually with us. Through him, each of us can be blessed with certain spiritual powers called gifts of the Spirit. These gifts are given to those who are faithful to Christ. They help us know and teach the truths of the Gospel. They will help us bless others. They will guide us back to our Heavenly Father. To use our gifts wisely, we need to know what they are, how we can develop them, and how to recognize Satan's imitations of them. The scriptures mention many gifts of the Spirit, and these gifts have been given to members of the true church whenever it has been on the earth. Essentially, when you are baptized into the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And Mm -hmm. all gifts of the Spirit come through the gift and power of the Holy Ghost. So we have a list of some of the gifts of the Spirit that are mentioned in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. But there are more, you know, you can find on your own. Mm -hmm. There are also some that you'll learn in your patriarchal blessings. Mm -hmm. And there are others that if you think about it and you ask the spirit to help you receive that gift yeah he will get you that gift yep so Mm -hmm. spiritual gifts are really cool because they can come to anyone and they are truly limitless so just because you weren't born with a certain gift doesn't mean that you can't develop that gift over time very true and just because you don't think you have that at the same at one time like it you can develop it it's not something that you either have or don't have Mm -hmm. it's very it's still very much along the lines of a talent you can develop or a skill that you can learn yeah um yeah so just a few of them that do get mentioned include the gift of tongues the interpretation of tongues the gift of translation of wisdom knowledge of teaching wisdom and knowledge of knowing Jesus Christ is the Son of God, the gift of believing the testimony of others, the gift of prophecy, healing, 
faith, and working miracles. So those are, yeah, so like Tracy said, those are just a few of the common ones that do get mentioned in the scriptures a lot that are a lot easier for us to connect with and to see than the scripture stories. Now it's important to remember that while they're given to us by the Holy Ghost, they are very dependent on faith, that we are constantly working on them and growing on them. Just like the story of the talents. Nope. They get the parable this, this, of the talents? The parable of the talents, yes. Thank you, Tracy. For those who haven't read the New Testament for a while, it is a story of a basically a boss with three workers or three servants. And so the boss needs to go away for a while. So he gives one servant five talents or types of money. Um, then he gives a second servant three, um, three talents or three pieces of money. And then he gives the third servant one talent or one piece of money basically just for the basics and so while he was away uh servants one and two both with their perspective gifts of five and three talents cultivate them they grow them they work on them and they do all their best to continue to do their best for themselves and for their boss whereas the third servant the number the one who only has one talent goes and hides it in the dirt basically when the boss returns his first two servants have doubled their wealth whereas the third servant comes back and he's like hey look i found i have this dirty piece of money that you left me and it's a parable demonstrating how we need to always be cultivating our gifts and to be working to grow them that we can't just bury our gifts bury anything about ourselves um or else it, it it doesn't have the opportunity to actually grow you need to put it in a in a situation where it's meant to thrive that you are doing your best to grow for yourself and for those around you very good all right so <laughs> moving forward there is an incredible talk given by elder dallin h oaks in the enzyme the september 1986 issue it is titled spiritual gifts you can find it online basically we want to read the entire thing but we're not <laughs> going to because that's not what we necessarily do in this podcast we just share some of our favorite things i really like the idea of being able to develop spiritual gifts as you grow i have always been very interested in this because I love to find out what other people's spiritual gifts are. Mm -hmm. So I know I mentioned it in an episode where, in our ghost episode. Yes. Um, that my sister has the gift of discernment. Mm -hmm. And that she is able to, like, always sense when there's a spirit discernment nearby. Discernment of spirits. I've always been very fascinated by learning about the gift of discernment in general. Because there's different forms of the gift of discernment so there's mm -hmm. the discerning of spirits and that can be anywhere from feeling spirits to seeing spirits to hearing spirits mm -hmm. definitely there can also be the gift of discernment in terms of discerning when people are lying to you versus when they're being yes. truthful with you discerning people's intentions whether they have good intentions or bad intentions uh, uh -huh. being able to discern the truth of all things essentially so knowing yeah. when when you're in like a lecture and you're hearing someone say completely false statements but everyone around you is fully believing it and you're like nah you're like uh, -uh no, no no man so learning about different spiritual gifts has always been very fascinating to me and i really like this quote in that mm -hmm. talk so he says we are commanded not to seek for signs to develop our faith but when we have faith repent and are born of water and the spirit 
And when we love and serve God with all our hearts, we are eligible to receive spiritual gifts. When we believe and seek spiritual gifts to benefit others and not for a sign, we are told Mm -hmm. that signs will follow. Behold, signs follow those that believe. Yea, signs come by faith, not by the will of men, nor as they please, but by the will of God. The Holy Ghost maketh manifest unto the children of men according to their faith. We must take care to never misuse spiritual gifts. As the prophet Joseph Smith taught, when spiritual gifts are applied to that which God does not intend, they prove an injury, a snare, and a curse instead of a blessing. So we see a lot in the world that people are always asking God for a sign of some sort instead of actually like working for their answer or working for... Do all the work for me. Yeah, they just want to see it. Then I'll maybe do something. Yeah. But then how, as you are seeking, if you believe in spiritual gifts and as you're seeking for these spiritual gifts, the signs come after. Mm -hmm. So like I could have been working my whole life on the gift of discernment and it could be any form of the gift of discernment. Yeah. And as I am working and as I'm seeking this gift and as I'm trying to let it grow within me through faith and through my exercising of my faith, then those signs that I have, the gift of discernment will follow. Like. Uh I'll be somewhere and I'll know exactly the intentions of someone that's near me and that sort of thing. So like the signs come as I've been seeking them. So I really thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's very important because we need to remember, like you said, that we must take care never to misuse spiritual gifts, Mm -hmm. that they are not just things that get landed on our lap just because we did one thing right. It's something that we constantly have to be working at and to use them properly. Mm-hmm. It's it's a form of power, um, like we said at the beginning. It's a spiritual power that comes in the form of a gift. And to misuse it shows that you're not worthy of that. I mean, we all know the Spider-Man quote with great responsibility. With great power comes no. great responsibility. All right, thank you. I already mangled <laughs> that up somehow. <laughs> but yeah, that this is exactly it as well. No matter how small we might see how it represents in our life, it's still very important. And it's, there's still a lot of potential within it and within ourselves that we need to make sure that we are doing everything we can to use it right. I mean, just because we have access to something amazing doesn't mean we use it all the time in any way that we want to. We need to instead use it carefully in the way it is meant to be used. Um, my first thought was a puppy. <laughs> if you, you need to, like, take good care of a puppy. Like, if you get a puppy, you have to take care of it or bad things are going to happen. Really bad. Like, this is, like, a really bad example. But, like, <laughs> your face. <laughs> Sorry. Because I'm like, what are you going to do I don't know. Ailey. <laughs> I don't know. That was just the first thought that came Leave to mind. Leave the puppy alone. I know. Okay. My point with that, though, is that a gift is still its own thing that we get access to use it. And by taking better care of it, it can grow properly. If we don't take care of it well, it might come back to bite us in some way. Let's put it that way. So that, you're, okay. Yeah, is that better? Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I know. Now I I'm know. thinking about. I'm sorry about the dark thoughts I went through everyone's head. Oh, I do like this one point that Elder Oaks points out is how a more familiar gift of the spirit is personal revelation. Oftentimes, I don't always think of personal revelation as a gift. I just think of it as a hopeful form of communication. I hadn't really thought about it as a gift. I'm just like, when will you talk to me? Like, I know I've got the silent treatment going on right now, but when are you going to talk to me? <laughs> okay. Sometimes that that's not the best thing in process, but it happens to me sometimes. Um, but I like how Elder Oaks makes the point that it personal revelation is a gift. 
So in the Book of Alma and the Book of Mormon, Alma described the universal character of the spiritual gift, where in Alma chapter 32, verses, verse 23, And now he imparteth his word by angels unto men, yea, not only men, but women also. Now this is not all. Little children do have words given unto them many times, which confound the wise and the learned. So Elder Oaks also talks a lot about um, prophecy and the priesthood and how there are so many blessings that we can get within those gifts that uh, both men and women have access to those and have been able to provide support to others by using these spiritual gifts. And I think that's really important to emphasize as well that just because there is so many male characters within the scriptures doesn't mean that they get all the glory that mm-hmm. they have all the gifts, that that's the only people who do get spiritual gifts or anything. All women do very much have a lot of spiritual gifts, and a lot of them do get highlighted throughout the scriptures. It's a reminder that the door is open for everyone. Um, Elder Oak says that we should seek after spiritual gifts. They can lead us to God. They can shield us from the power of the adversary. They can compensate for our inadequacies and repair our imperfections. Almost a century ago, President George Q. Cannon of the fir- First Presidency taught the saints... If any of us are imperfect, it is our duty to pray for the gift that will make us perfect. No man ought to say, oh, I cannot help this, it is my nature. He is not justified in it, for the reason that God has promised to give strength to correct these things and to give gifts that will eradicate them. If man lacks wisdom, it is his duty to ask God for wisdom. The same with everything else. That is the design of God concerning his church. He wants the saints to be perfected in the truth. For this purpose, he gives these gifts and bestows them upon those who seek after them in order that they may be a perfect people upon the face of the earth. And that is from the Millennial Star in April 1894. You know, each of us are imperfect. Mm -hmm. And Heavenly Father knows that. But he gave us these gifts so that way we could become perfect. And it's not just a gift that's sitting on a table waiting for us to be a certain age that he just drops mm-hmm. it down to earth and says right. here you've you've reached this level in <laughs> you've life graduated. you get it yeah boom but it only comes after you earnestly seek after them mm-hmm. and that's when you can receive them and i yes. love that thought because then it kind of changes the viewpoint of spiritual gifts at least in my opinion so yeah. The table full of gifts are still there. Yes. But they're not waiting for any specific day or a specific, like, celebration for the Lord to drop them down on you. Okay. He's just waiting for you to say, you know what? I need to work on the gift of revelation. I'm going to start working on that one. And that's when he just goes, finally, and drops it on you. (laughs) Or you you go, you know, I've really been struggling with, charity and loving my fellow man Uh i'm gonna start working more on the gift of charity i'm gonna seek Mm -hmm. after it and that's when the lord's like oh finally yes drops it on you and just Mm -hmm. the pile of gifts Mm -hmm. is so huge Mm -hmm. and he's just waiting like sitting there waiting patiently for you to just ask for it right i like that and yeah it has to be an active thing that we're not going to just kind of trip and stumble upon them it's got to be intentional that we're being intentional about our our lives and that's something that was stated in the october 2019 conference it was one of the main messages at least that i got out of it i think it might have been from elder oakdorf's one of his talks but i'm not i can't guarantee that um (laughs) but yeah it it has to be something very intentional that we i mean we can keep looking at the gifts if we want to we can like stare at them all we want to and just you know try to like 
stare and stare at them hard until they like make their way over to us. But that's not going to do anything. You have to actually be like, I do, I do want to do this. I want to be working on this. Mm -hmm. I, and I need help to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we sometimes hint upon, but not as clearly as we could. Although I know I often hear uh, people who talk about asking for more help with patients and then they get set up in all these difficult situations, <laughs> of course. And so it's something that we kind of like like to laugh about, really, I think. Um, but which I think is okay because we should be able to laugh about the hard things in our lives. And I just don't think we emphasize the importance and the opportunity of that enough that that is a clear example of where the lord is saying here's the gift you like here's situations where you need to be like be working on it yeah because you can't work on something if you're not given the situation to do it in exactly you know like you said that you're not just going to stumble upon the gift yeah so when it comes to praying for patience the lord's not just going to say one day you know what kaylee you're Mm -hmm. right you do need the gift of patience. Here it is. And just uh-huh. gives it to you. And you wake up and you're the most patient person on right. the planet. He's going exactly. to say, you know what? You asked for the gift of patience. All mm-hmm. right. Here's five situations that I know are going to trigger you so <laughs> no! hard when it comes to patience. Make it through those five mm-hmm. and you have the gift of patience. But he doesn't mm-hmm. say it. Right. He says it in his head, but he yeah. doesn't say it to us. Nope. And so then dropped in Kaylee's day... <laughs> Right. five situations oh my gosh. which means i need to go from complaining no to heck yes let me do this i can do this i can do this the lord is with me or even just saying oh boy that's a big one <laughs> lord help me get through this <laughs> yes that's most likely what it's that's gonna usually be like. what i that do that was like sweat dripping down my brow and like collapse on the floor for like five minutes before i pick myself back up again i stopped praying for patients so, a while ago yeah so i mean I. <laughs> i'm a fairly patient person, I can wait for most things. That It doesn't bother me. Yeah. And then other people generally don't bother me. I can usually walk away and just avoid them. But when it comes to, I mean, situations like I'm in now where the Lord is just like, uh-huh. 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 Yeah, we're really testing your patience now. How you doing with oh, that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right. I'm really struggling on this one. Oh, I <laughs> but, bet. And I'm sure he's having a grand old time up there sitting in front of the big screen of, you know, uh-huh. the earth. Yeah, eating popcorn Tracy's like Michael life. Jackson in Thriller music video. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, for real. Hey, no, I've had like five people in the last couple of years tell me I'm a very patient person. So I consider myself to have the gift and be like, it's good enough. I don't need to work on this. I mean, I'll like keep using it clearly. I know we talked about this a couple episodes ago about mm-hmm. how you have the gift of kindness. Yeah. And I definitely think you do because <laughs> well, <thank> you. <laughs> you are able to deal with the crappy things that happen at your job regularly and you don't set the building on fire and i, I i'm really proud of that i feel like i would have committed multiple <laughs> felonies by now right or flipped multiple oh tables including tables that my boss is at i would have uh-huh. flipped all the tables and just walked right. out of there and been like you know what homelessness mm-hmm. doesn't sound that bad right now right so make that work you definitely yeah. have a gift there. Thank you. I appreciate that. See, one more person told me I have to get to patience. Everything is right <laughs> in the world. For two seconds until I have to go back tomorrow and see if there's any opportunities that will test my patience. They will. Let's not think about that now. <laughs> All right. So the big thing that we usually think about when it comes to our spiritual gifts is how do I know that I have a spiritual gift? Um, so in this quote... 
I don't know what it's from. Kaylee, do you know what it's from? It is from Aubrey Larson's article about discovering developing spiritual gifts from Mormon Women Stand website. Okay, cool. So, all right. There you go. Kaylee put together the research for this episode. I'm not going to lie about that one. Um, <laughs> credit where credit is due. Hey. All right. So <laughs> the quote says, one way to recognize our spiritual gifts is through our patriarchal blessing. Robert D. Hales said that often patriarchal blessings tell us the gifts we have received and declare the promise of gifts we can receive if we seek after them. Once we have discovered our spiritual gifts, we must work to develop them. As I researched how to develop spiritual gifts, righteousness and obedience were stressed over and over again. For example, Bruce R. McConkie said that we can develop spiritual gifts through devotion, faith, and obedience. And just as exercise strengthens muscle, regular use of our spiritual gifts will develop and strengthen our gifts. As wonderful as it would be, recognition and development of our spiritual gifts will likely not come to us overnight. Elder Oaks clarified that spiritual gifts do not come visibly, automatically, and immediately to all who have received the gift of the Holy Ghost. The prophet Joseph Smith taught that most such gifts are not visible to the natural vision or understanding of man, and that it requires time and circumstances to call these gifts into operation. I really love this quote because it reminds you, one, that it's not going to happen overnight, Mm -hmm. two, it's not going to be a visible gift that people are going to immediately see when they see you. Yes. And that is kind of cool on its mm-hmm. own because you can walk past anyone on the street and not know what their spiritual gifts are. That's true. That's They're all cool. a mystery. And then the last bit is that it really works on righteousness and obedience and how that's stressed mm-hmm. over and over again. And I remember in my mission, my trainer would always quote president monson yeah when he said exact obedience brings blessings we tried to focus on that in our companionship and when we were obeying with exactness the mission rules and like gospel principles everything we really did see miracles and like amazing things happening in our area and then even now after my mission i can see the difference between what happens in my life when I'm obeying the commandments and my covenants with exactness versus when I'm being kind of lackadaisical with them all. Yeah. And how my spiritual gifts work differently during each of those times as well. Mm -hmm. So if I am being a little bit disobedient, they're not really working. Can't really access them. Mm -hmm. Things are a little confusing. But when I'm being obedient and I've repented and I'm focused on the spirit, Mm-hmm. that's when my spiritual gifts are at their sharpest. I like that. Okay, so as you were talking, I was finessing an analogy. Okay. Because you know how I love them. Yeah. We have spiritual powers, but we can also cons- uh, kind of interpret them like our personal superpowers. We've already referenced Spider-Man. We can also take into consideration the Hulk and Iron Man. So for the Hulk... That was very okay. sudden and very obvious. <laughs> yeah, cannot be ignored. <laughs> very obvious, and everyone can see them. And he just automatically has all of them. They just and it's, they didn't come naturally, but they came without him having to do too much besides do one wrong thing and get hit by a lot of radiation or something. I'm not a comic book expert. I apologize. Yeah. I've only seen the movies. Um, but so then Iron Man though Tony Stark. Is just a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. He has built, he has spent his life 
building and creating and innovating. And so, and we get to see throughout the movies how his suit um, changes and improves along the way. And it's only with him working hard every single time that he's able to build a better suit. So while it just looks cooler to people, it still can do much more every single with every single iteration. Mm -hmm. And so while these are physical versions of their superpowers and gifts, um, ours are are not that visual, but it's kind of in that concept where spiritual gifts do not come visibly or automatically or immediately like the, like the Hulk appears with his superpowers, but it is a process that Tony Stark had to work through in building his first suit and moving forward to, to build that up. And so he had to constantly work at it. And if he wasn't working at it, then his suit would otherwise kind of fall apart. So it's something that he has to constantly work at, just like we have to constantly work at building our gifts. I think you going with that. Yeah. You could even go as far back as to say Tony Stark was really focused on weapons manufacturing for years and years and years because that's what True. the family business was. Yes. And then when he was held captive in somewhere in the Middle East, Middle East. and he had to make his new heart. Yes. He really did have a change of heart. Hey. hey. <laughs> Where he wanted to give up weapons manufacturing entirely mm -hmm. and focus on doing right. what you were saying. Yes. Making super suits, protecting people, helping mm -hmm. the world be a safer place. Nice. And that's when he started making all of those changes. Mm -hmm. So even though Bruce Banner had that like one incident mm -hmm. that sparked his superpowers and then he took off. Yes. I mean, you could say Tony Stark had that same spark moment mm -hmm. that made him have a change and mm -hmm. it's just their processes were different. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Nice touch. Yeah, so oh, one another touch I like to follow up with this um from the Gospel Principles manual. So it has a paragraph that says the lord said a commandment i give unto them that they shall not boast themselves of these things neither speak them before the world uh oh for these things <laughs> are given unto you for your profit and for <laughs> salvation referencing uh doctrine covenants and then again in we must remember that spiritual gifts are sacred in return for giving the, us these gifts the lord asks that we give thanks unto god and this in the spirit for whatsoever blessing we are blessed with <laughs> Well, now that we've ruined everything. Listen, I <laughs> I read that quote in my head. Yeah. I wasn't going to share it. <laughs> Only because I, not like because I'm like, oh, we shouldn't be talking about spiritual gifts. But uh -huh. I was honestly thinking that we stress so much in the church about what we can and can't talk about. Mm -hmm. And I feel like spiritual gifts are almost a taboo topic because people don't yeah. want to say what their spiritual gifts are. But mm -hmm. honestly, like, you might not know that you need to develop a certain gift if someone doesn't share that that's a gift that they have naturally already. Yeah. So there are so many gifts. So many. There are so many gifts that mm -hmm. are not mentioned in the scriptures, not mentioned over the pulpit at, like, conferences or in any sort that's of true. church documents. Mm -hmm. And the only way that we can really learn about these gifts uh -huh. is if we talk about them. I'm not saying read your patriarchal blessing over the air, Kaylee, hey. but like <laughs> talk about your spiritual but, gifts. Don't be afraid mm -hmm. to share, you know, things that make you unique as a person mm -hmm. because Heavenly Father made each and every one of us differently. Right. Agreed. And then mm -hmm. I think on that is whenever people do talk about their spiritual gifts, I learn more about spiritual gifts in general. Yeah. Because like you said, there are so many that I've never even thought of that. I mean, I, I think there was a lesson in 
Relief Society last year, and I was like, there are so many gifts that I want to cultivate right this very second. That was a great lesson. Because that is amazing, and I never even considered those. And it opens up my world, and in a sense, even like my sense of spirituality, because Mm -hmm. there are more ways for me now to connect with Heavenly Father and with the Holy Spirit to be like, hey, I I want to cultivate this. What do I have to start doing to do this? How can I use this to help others? Mm -hmm. Kind of thing. And so I think that is really important. And like you said, it can sometimes be considered a taboo topic, because there are certain things we definitely don't want to say, but make sure that we put them in the proper context. Yeah. So like the scriptures say, don't boast about them. But it says don't boast about themselves. Yeah. So it's not, we're not supposed to boast mm-hmm. that. Oh, I have all the patients in the world. I'm so amazing. I've worked really hard on this myself and I deserve everything because I am so patient. No, we don't want to be doing that. What we want to be doing is saying patience is really hard. I have worked really hard at it. I am constantly working at it. This is only because I have built a relationship with the, with my Lord and that I am constantly working with the Holy Spirit and with the, with my Heavenly Father to continually cultivate this, to grow this, because this is a spiritual gift that I want to keep within my life. Yeah. So that way you are still connecting that to Heavenly Father, that you're showing that this isn't just an attribute that you have, but a spiritual gift that comes from our Heavenly Father. And I think that's really important to, to make sure that we're aware of. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think the context in which you're sharing your spiritual gifts yes. makes a difference too, because obviously in this kind of context, we're talk mm-hmm. we're having a spiritual discussion yes we are well we're trying to keep the spirit <laughs> as much I, as possible I, th- I think he's with us so <laughs> we're trying think, he hasn't yeah. run out of the building yet yes <laughs> um we are having a spiritual discussion so it would be a natural th- time and a place to share what our spiritual gifts are as opposed to me being at work and just striking up a conversation with someone and being like i have this spiritual gift what do you have mm-hmm. yeah anyways okay all right. So, Kaylee, what are some of your spiritual gifts? So, the main two that I could remember, since you've already talked about uh, kindness and patience, which I definitely feel that I've had to develop throughout this lifetime. I mean, I think a lot of it came when I was younger because I, I like to be around younger kids because I had younger siblings. I was also homeschooled, so you kind of have to learn to be patient when your second house is six to seven people all day long Mm -hmm. for years at a time kind of thing. But besides those two, I do have some specific ones that have been mentioned in my patriarchal blessing, which is awesome. Two of the spiritual gifts that he mentioned are, one is that I have the discernment of discovering the truth in others regarding the gospel and what they what they say is true or not. Okay. That is definitely one that I need to do better on. I was just thinking about it as we started going through this episode, and that's definitely something that I haven't applied as much in my life because I've gone in with the vulnerability and the expectation that everyone, of course, is going to be saying those the right thing to be honest and true to the gospel and everything they say within the church. That is not accurate. So this is definitely something that I am using more in my my adult life that I didn't really cultivate in my youth. I am eagerly working on this spiritual gift now so I can make it as big and awesome and useful as possible. Good. But the other one that I've definitely been using all my life is 
that I have the spiritual gift of teaching others. It didn't necessarily say in what, it would just say I'd have the opportunity to teach um, people throughout my entire life. And I definitely have done that. I've been a teacher in several of my church callings and I've had a, the opportunity to be mentors in other situations, in youth programs, um, at work, and all sorts of things, whether it was official or unofficial. And that's definitely something that I don't work on as much as I'd like to, but it's something that I've definitely had opportunities to do and I enjoy doing it. So those are some of my gifts. Those are cool. So, yeah, thank you. How about you, Tracy? Cool. From my patriarchal blessing, mine definitely says that I have the gift of teaching and ministering. Mm-hmm. Um, Which you kind of do need in the church. Yeah, and so. literally, like, <laughs> every calling I think I've ever had except for the one I have right now has been a teaching calling. Yeah. you kind of done some <laughs> teaching. Yeah, I know. So, well, then I definitely think you've done <laughs> your calling right now as sort of society president. It does come with a certain amount of ministering, yeah, which you does. put down as well. And I think a you lot. are incredibly good at that. <laughs> like, I was just thinking about that, and I was like, I don't, I don't feel like I've listened to Tracy teach too much because I didn't do your, I wasn't in your Sunday school class. But you've like, you've really set a place as a president for our royal society to be there to minister to others as they need it. That, that you are a you build, you've offered a strong foundation to our ladies. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Uh-huh. Sorry to interrupt you. No, know, you're good because I feel like, like a hot mess 99% of the time no, is the I know, society but president. Like, and I know we all laugh about it. And I, and I know like some people are like, oh, no, Tracy's so put together. She always looks so cute. She I always know. knows what to say. I don't. Like, I, I totally get that, but I feel like that's what life is, honestly. Like, everything, we're just, we're constantly at the edge of, like, life is a mess, and I don't know what I'm doing. So I get that, and I do laugh every time you say it, because I, I know both sides, because I know there are going to be people who, who don't understand that, but I also do understand that, because I'm like, that is where I'm at most of my life. Yeah. And by studying that example, like, it, I, I just think it really helps in <sighs> our... In our society, so. I keep it 100 all the time. (laughs) You're doing great. (laughs) All right, so my other gift from my patriarchal blessing, and this one I love. This is what I call my superpower. I really love this gift. I have the ability to get over things that bother me. Which sounds simple, but it's not. Yeah, so. It is is not. It is a superpower. When I... I'm not gonna lie when I I got my patriarchal blessing when I was 14 uh-huh. and when I got it I was like that's stupid like, <laughs> so you're already 14, over it 14 year old Tracy was just like this is dumb yeah. I don't want that gift like I thought it was so stupid and oh. then over the years I have so clearly seen how that gift has come into play and it's yeah. always been in like relationships Mm-hmm. Things that people say to me. As soon as the situation happens, I'm already over it. Mm-hmm. I feel like a very quick and easy example of that is like all of my working at Universal. Okay, like, that, that was happened. a constant mess for that last year yeah, at least. The last year I was there was a hot mess. I was miserable every single day. So if on a Monday everything went to crap and I was miserable and I left work crying... I would uh-huh. wake up the next morning and be completely over it and ready to start over again yeah. and be totally fine. See, that's amazing. See, like, I yeah. stew over everything for as long as possible. Like, I still don't forgive my mother for dressing me up in a dress for my kindergarten photos <laughs> because she tricked me into it. Like, 
she said you have to wear blue, white, and yellow. And the only thing I had was a, that dress. And I'm still like, why would you do that to me? <laughs> so, <laughs> meanwhile, you're just like, meanwhile, what? No, when I was good. in kindergarten, my mom went through a phase of sewing our oh, clothes. No. And it wasn't just like, here, I'm going to make you a pair of jeans. It was like, yeah. I'm going to make you a pair of pants that have gigantic pink ice cream cones and what? black spots all over them because it was 1995. Oh, my God. And that was the fabric available. Nuh-uh. And so she made a pair for me and a pair for my sister, ah! took a picture of us in it. And <laughs> as soon as the picture was done, those pants were off no. and I hid them somewhere. I don't know what happened to uh-huh. them. And uh-huh. I was already over it. Do you, do you now have, I just think it's a funny story. Do you have a picture? I don't know. I'll have to Ugh. look for it. All right. Please do. I'll look for um, it. But yeah, I mean, I've gotten mostly over <laughs> it now since I did talk to my mother in the last year, literally, about this. And she's like, I don't re- Why do you remember that, Kaylee? And I was like, I don't know, but I had to get this on my test. And I've at least told this story to at least five people, and now I'm finally feeling better. When From when I was like five. So... This is just to give you a framework of how amazing a <laughs> gift that is. I love uh, this gift. I really do. So like oh, now that I'm an adult, I oh fully appreciate this gift, especially as like the crazy crap in my family has happened. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, That's I was right. sad about it for a good amount of time, but I mean, now I can say that I'm totally over it and I've just cut uh-huh. that thing out of my life mm-hmm. entirely. And it yeah. doesn't, I don't have any feelings towards it. I literally okay. feel nothing that's amazing so these two are (laughs) gifts that i have developed they're not exactly Mm -hmm. from my patriarchal blessing Mm -hmm. but yeah i'll just say what they are okay so Uh one is the gift of tongues which i was blessed with by my stake president when he Mm -hmm. set me apart to be a missionary that's really helpful now with that I uh-huh. should let people know that not every missionary gets the gift of tongues. No way. I did not know this. Really? I learned that on my mission. Yes. Because. Huh. Get this. Okay. 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 Sometimes the Lord just doesn't bless you with the gift of tongues. Sometimes you get sent on a foreign speaking mission. Uh-huh. And he's and like, you're going to work really, really, yep. really, you work really hard. Really, and it just hard. never happens. You just no aren't way. blessed with the gift of tongues. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. I never thought of that. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. didn't know that happened. I actually had a couple guys uh-huh. on my mission. They were like, oh, I didn't get that who gift. did not. I wanted that gift. Who, like, I was new. Like, I was a new missionary, like, in okay. my first area. Yeah. And I already spoke better Tagalog than these two elders who no were way. about to go home. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So. Mind blown. It happens. Okay. Yeah. And then, obviously, if you have the gift of tongues, it's not just a one-time thing. You got to keep working on it. Yeah. So like I, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or anything, but like <laughs> I work really hard to yeah. try and like maintain it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not nearly as good as I was when yeah. I was in the Philippines oh, or I'm right sure. when I came home. Mm-hmm. But I can still have conversations, mm-hmm. and I I'm trying really hard to keep up with yeah. it because I never want to lose that. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, I've definitely seen you work at it, and I think that's super impressive. Thank so, you. Thank good. you. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the other gift I have also been working on is the gift of discernment so i already Mm -hmm. mentioned that's Mm -hmm. a gift that i've been very fascinated by since i was Mm -hmm. like a kid yeah and now that i'm an adult 
I can figure out the intentions of people when I'm around Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. And when I'm like first getting to know them. Uh Uh-huh. And I can tell if they Mm -hmm. are good people or bad people fairly quickly. For me working on it now, I'm always just praying to know either how I can help the people around me or to like discern what their needs are so that I can Mm -hmm. minister to them better. Oh, nice. Or how I can interact and approach certain people, like in certain situations, like what I should do in these certain situations that like will come up during the day. And that's, that's how I work on the gift of discernment. Nice. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, now I have a gift to work on. So those are my Mm -hmm. two gifts. Mm -hmm. Well, four, but two. (laughs) (laughs) Uh This isn't saying that these are the only gifts we have or that we will ever have. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no guarantee that we will always have them. Yeah. Um, but it's important that we continuously work to grow them, to use them, to apply them in a proper manner to support those around us and to continue growing them however we can. Yeah. And I think that's important for us to continuously work on because life really is about continual growth, mm-hmm. that everything we do needs to be uh, focused on the future and on helping others. Yeah. And that's what spiritual gifts are for. Yeah. Now, as we have spiritual gifts, like everybody mm. has at least one. Yes. Mm. Okay. Just like that parable of the talents. Yeah. Everyone got <laughs> at least one talent. Mm-hmm. So everyone has at least one spiritual gift. So then what do you do after that? So you don't want to hide it away like that guy Correct. in the parable. You want to that would be silly. seek them. You want yes. to seek more. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to learn about them. So either mm-hmm. learn about them through your patriarchal blessing, ask others, study the scriptures. Mm-hmm. One thing that I also used for discernment yeah. was I went through the topical guide or the index in the okay. Bible and in the triple combination. And I just uh-huh. started reading not only like the oh. scripture specifically that says discernment, but like yeah. the whole chapter so that way I could get a bigger picture oh, on what it actually yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So that's... Mm-hmm. really like I know we always say like the standard answer is to like read the <laughs> scriptures and pray but like seriously uh-huh. read the scriptures because that but, will help yeah. you to understand more about whatever mm-hmm. gift it is that you're seeking exactly all right and then as you do learn about them and seek them you need to cultivate them you can't hide them like we said but you need to continuously be looking for ways to grow them to constantly study upon them mm-hmm. and to um, try and apply them however you can you need to be using them to help people that's really what these spiritual gifts are for i mean yes they should help you um but it's so that you can use them to help other people yep it's very important that in this lifetime that we are doing our best to help others succeed, that we are growing together. Um, use them to help people. That's what spiritual gifts are for. Apply them with good intentions. Mm-hmm. And then as you do, continue, you should always be seeking new ones. Um, you should be seeking them with the Holy Ghost because there are no limits to how much we can be given um, with the faith and the Holy Ghost. And there's no limits to what we can do with them when we have them. To quote my favorite movie, Mean Girls, the hey, limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> and then Perfect. once you realize that the limit does not exist, you thank the Lord for that. Yes. So every day, I feel like every day you use your spiritual gifts, especially you should be thanking the Lord for your spiritual gifts. But mm-hmm. more than that, every day you should be asking the Lord how you can use your gifts better to help people. Like you had said, use them to help them. Uh Uh-huh. Use them to help them. Use them. (laughs) Close enough. (laughs) 
use them to help people, but then thank the Lord afterwards mm-hmm. and just be like, I am so grateful that I had this gift and I was able to use it at this time. And Yes. Because the more you thank the Lord for these gifts, the more willing he is to extend more gifts to you as you seek them. If you're stingy with your gratitude, he's going to be stingy with the blessings. Hey, nice. Well played. (laughs) And yeah, that's, and I think that's the overarching concept that we do want to make sure that we get across that the Lord and the Holy Ghost needs to be involved throughout the entire process, that they're with you as you're seeking them, as you're learning about them, as you're growing them. And as you thank the Lord for what you've been given. Mm-hmm. Um, because you cannot have the gifts without without the Lord. And he's always going to be doing his part. So, yeah. So, <laughs> spiritual gifts are amazing. We love mm-hmm. ours. And yes. I'm sure we love yours. Mm-hmm. If I knew what your gift was, I would say I love it. That sounds yes. amazing. If you feel comfortable and if you feel like you want to share what your spiritual gift is and how it has blessed your life or how it has blessed the lives of the people in your life, Mm -hmm. please share that with us. We would love to hear about that. We love hearing from you and we love talking to you about everything and we just love Mm -hmm. you guys. We do. Well, then even on that note, if you're not comfortable connecting with us personally, connect with others and share your spiritual gifts with them. It's like we said earlier, it's something that should be shared and celebrated as long as, of course, it's within the right context. But yeah, we would definitely love to hear from you. So celebrate your spiritual gifts. Subscribe on iTunes. Yes. Share the word. (laughs) Our word. The good word. The good word. <laughs> oh Lord, now we're doing a oh, no. Okay. <laughs> bye. Right, bye. <laughs>